This episode of Intergalactic Interviews is brought to you in part by Over the Moon Games. Purchase the Fall, available now on PC, Mac, Linux, and Wii U. Blending the best elements of sci-fi creativity, The Fall is being called one of the best games you must play of 2014. Purchase The Fall now on Steam or HumbleBundle.com. Psst, some of us worked on it. Order The Fall today. Buy it now. Hey, ladies and uh, gentlemen, how you doing out there? Of course, you are listening to Intergalactic Interviews, and this is episode 62. I am uh, MD of the Boomsday Alliance. Uh, yeah, yeah. MD of the Boomsday Alliance, and uh, I'm here, and I'm uh, I'm having a great time, and I'm chatting with uh, uh, Vancouver Zone. This big stand-up right here, big, big moment, big debut right yeah, here, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. What up, what up? We uh, we plugged in the hype train for this one. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, uh, please give it up for B. Mendez. How you doing, everybody? What up? Sir, how you doing today? Very good, man. How, how you doing? How the hell are you? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking awesome. Yeah, you doing good? Yeah. Uh, we uh, we obviously, you know, we've been talking about, uh, we did this, uh, this single that just came out of this video yeah. it was directed by Stewie Kubrick. For sure. Um, the song's called House Party. It's featuring Mercules from yeah. SDK and, yeah. and uh, Stealth Bomb. And uh, yeah, just obviously, we'll get to that later. <laughs> we'll, we'll put a pin in that for a second oh, right now. Oh, for sure, man. But uh, let's, let's just get into it right now. So uh, so you are a, uh, how, how do we, let's let's classify this. Let's, first, let's see how you feel about certain terms. It's All like, right. uh, how do you feel about the term rapper versus like hip hop performer? or artist how do you feel about those terms i think uh rapper is like a very overly used term you it's know it's like per it's like very a, it's, yeah do you, do you feel like it's a negative like it's a slur sort of yeah yeah it's like I, I generalized like, when, like there's rapper what is it you know yeah like when people say rapper to me yeah they're like oh so you rap you're a yeah. rapper i, I, I ain't always, got no candy yeah exactly. i'm not fucking <laughs> no candy i just up in I, your eyes j-rock yeah no i most see it as uh being an artist and because music as you get further into it you really realize you find yourself through it if you're doing it for the right reasons that's right man I, I don't like rapper because i always respond back to them in the, what they would expect so they're like oh so you're a rapper i'm like that's right i'm the all up in it <laughs> like because like why not yeah because like, they're obviously looking for you to give them that kind of reaction yeah and i know yeah and then like hip-hop artist it's like i feel like sometimes i say that and then people bristle at it like oh that's you're, yeah. you're being too pretentious about what you do or something. Yeah. And it's like, I don't know what to say, man. It is an art. It's an art form. I think and you're an artist. I think what what it is is that hip hop artists, they more think of legends when you talk hip hop artists. So they think that you're, yeah, pretentious, right? Right, right. But as opposed to when you say rapper, it's that's what like the new term has been generalized as. But back in the day, that's what people referred to themselves as was hip hop artists. Yeah. But now it's just being as label as rapper or some dude with girls and money and bullshit like that. Yeah. But it's all about the art still, I think. <laughs> kind of like uh, House Party, just throwing some visuals in there for yeah, you guys. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, but no, that, that nah, was real nah, shit, though. Real shit, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, used to, I used to always insist on being like, I'm an MC. Yeah. I'm an MC. I'm not a rapper, an yeah. MC. But then, like, uh, even that kind of got, like, hijacked yeah. by, by people that were like, I'm an MC. And for like, sure. you are certainly not an yeah. MC. Uh, you know, I don't know. Uh, like, you know, here's the difference. Like, you look at our, uh, an artist like, uh, all right, let's say, uh, let's say T.I., yeah yeah ti you know his uh paper trail yeah just came through a couple weeks ago and uh ti you know he's had like 
pretty good like commercial success. Yeah. And then he had like his court case, and then he had this reality show come out. Uh, yeah, that, like, that reality show was just like really, man, really. You know, like, so it's like how much doing? how much more juice can we squeeze from this? Like, yeah, what, that's, let's look at it. That's when you become because I think Ti started out as a hip hop artist. He was really good coming right up. as a hip hop artist. Yeah. Now let me ask: it, Has he or is he? Uh, has he ever been an MC? Uh, I wouldn't really think so. No. See, I don't know. Like, it's like I don't know if that's just maybe geographically. It's like I won't give it to him because of like a down south. Because like down south, there are MCs like J Electronica. Oh yeah, for there, sure. There are there are well, guys. I guess that then do it that way. then it would just be more like subject matters. What makes you? What type of artist you are? Then so, but I mean, like I don't know. In some ways. Yeah. Like some really dope rappers are, are MC, like, okay, how about this? Like I think <laughs> Corrupt from Dog Pound yeah. is a dope MC. Yes, I know is. he's a rapper by every definition that we just discussed. Yeah. Every, 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 yeah, yeah. every like, but he's, yes. Blunts yeah. and hoes and everything. Yeah. But like literally he, he does it in such a way that I'm like, wow, this guy's, he's, yeah. he's a wordsmith. Well, he's, yeah, his deliveries MC. and his punchlines and shit. It's very like salamander caterpillar <laughs> ass motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's dope. You know, I He's love very Corrupt, underrated. Man. Yeah, and so because of that, I look at like the West Coast and Southern uh, areas, and then uh, in the East Coast, it's like East Coast. It almost breeds more of an MC mentality. Maybe it's just because of the whole New York, uh, the basis of, of the foundation that came out of yeah. that. But as it kind of has been advancing through the years now, you know, we're in 2014, looking at 2015 coming up. Yeah, uh, where does that? Where does that leave us now in the industry? Like, because in Canada, I feel like Canada builds MCs, but the most popular rapper from Canada right now is more of an R&B artist slash slash. Uh, oh, rapper. okay. Yeah, you know yeah. What I'm saying like I and I love Drake. I just feel like okay, you're not an MC. Yeah, but are you? Like, but I don't I, know. Like, I think I think him doing that opens a lane up again for hip hop to make a comeback because he's going so far with that right. R&B and the fact that he's number one is that all the old hip-hop heads are starting to cr- crave for that to come back you know that's true and i think it slowly is making a comeback with kendrick lamar had a big uh play on that right with, with so, i man I yeah gonna be huge yeah yeah looking back so yeah i think uh it's good because it you know kind of separates the lanes a bit more yeah i think like um what you, you brought up about um how it kind of opens the door for for other material to come through yeah i totally agree with that if you remember back in like 2002 2003 around yep. that time oh look at this phone just going crazy <laughs> that's pretty disrespectful <laughs> for me to do that in my own show how yeah. disrespectful okay and it was just a twitter <laughs> notification anyway fuck oh, okay. these guys anyway fuck okay her. hey what was i saying oh yeah, yeah. so if you remember back in like, 2002 <laughs> 2003 good thing you remembered yeah yeah, yeah, I, yeah I, I forgot but yeah i'm like i'm counting on you to remember <laughs> what i was saying uh, I don't think I'll do that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the guy with the dab pen right yeah, in front of you him. reach out to the dab pen through the <laughs> haze of smoke. I'm like, yeah, okay. Uh, the uh, the reality of like 2002, 2003 was that when 50 Cent and G-Unit was coming out, yeah. uh, that went the exact opposite way. It was like it, that was, was murder, like death, that. kill. It was yeah. like hard, hard. It reminded me, yeah, of NWA, what I grew up listening to because my brother is older than I am. So I grew up listening to that right. shit when I was young. And right. And that's the, why and I like that G-Unit. was a response to yeah. the hip. Huh? Yeah, yeah, it, right? yeah. So yeah. when Dougie Fresh was out there trying to do that type of stuff, and like yeah. nobody beats the biz, 
all of a sudden straight out of Compton is yeah. like the antithesis of that. So, exactly. so when you look at like in 2002, 2003, the rise of G unit and, and that type of feuding and beef records and, and yeah. things like that, like that was counteracted by college dropout, man, which came out very, yeah. very like, you know, relatively within that time frame. So yeah. college dropout coming out was the exact opposite of that. Yeah. And then led the charge. Like, I think 50 used to say Kanye maced the game. Yeah. Because when Mace came in 97, same thing happened. It was like people were, you know, you just lost Tupac and Biggie in 96 and 97. Yeah. And then 97, Mace came out of Harlem World. Yeah. And it was like, wow, man, here's a guy who's like, yeah, every time I come in, every time yeah, I do, you know, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? It feels so uh, good. Fruit plate. What yeah. the hell you taste? <laughs> Balls up in the headrest. Why are you trying to pick it all? Why I'm picking it all? Sign up on sick of all. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So anyway, like, everyone could do a Mace impression. But, yeah. uh, <laughs> But Mace like Mace the game ninety seven, and then for a few years, and then it went started going back commercial, and then yeah. it's, it's almost like like clockwork. It ticks yeah. over. History repeats itself. That's right. So Drake has kind of opened the door now for maybe something a little more aggressive to yeah, come out and sure. more MC based. And I think that's where you get like like bitch don't kill my vibe. When that yeah. song came out for Kendrick Lamar, yeah, that wasn't even pushed as a single. Yeah, they didn't even push. They weren't no. even pushing that. They they had. Uh, uh, drink the drink one was, what was uh, that swimming time? pools. Swimming pools. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were pushing swimming pools as a single. Yeah, and they did well at that on radio. Yeah. But then it was like, oh no no. Uh, uh, I remember I didn't even actually hear about uh, "Bitch Don't Kill My Vibe" until I heard that Jay Z did the, the remix. remix with yeah. It. And and that's what made me go, okay, I'm gonna check this out. And, and honestly, I was b- fucking bumping the hell of it. I was in Nashville. Yeah. When I was when I was like really peaking, and it was like every station was just rocking it. Yeah, I think you were back at the old studio spot when that I that think dropped. So, yeah, I remember because yeah. I was telling uh, Jamie about the album. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. James Hooper, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's like, he's probably like Kendrick Lamar. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he, he's uh, like, I don't listen to that type of music. Yeah, uh, I was like, well, I don't think it's the type of music you think it is. He'd be like, uh, well, I don't know, maybe. Okay. <laughs> Love James. Shout out to James Hooper. Shout out. Uh, anyway, fucking uh, so. Bottom line being, you know, there is kind of a wide opening here. So yeah. Where do you classify yourself then within the scene right now? Because in, in Vancouver, uh, there is, you know, variations of that going on right yeah. now on a small level. There's like Sunreal is, is uh, very much represents maybe, I don't want to say a softer side because I know, I know Aaron can fucking spit. Yeah. And I know that he's, he's got, like, he can put songs together as well. Yeah. But he also represents maybe more of a commercial vibe. Um you know, got you got guys like Brevner, who I think is is like really, really well done artistic pieces. I think yeah. like, I think as an art form, Brevner's like tapped into something there where it's like, okay, like that's I just know You just find what you're looking for. That's right, yeah, yeah. It you, takes time and a lot of yeah. trial and error, but yeah. So so where do you slot it within within that? That's where know? I'm I'm trying to get, but I think I'm slowly I've been working at that for three years. I think I'm finally getting into that. So like uh like I said, I'm, I'm I was really inspired by the '90s scene, right? And that's what I love, and I like to make something that's kind of I want to bring that stuff type kind of back, right? That's but why House that, Party has that vibe. Yeah, exactly. You know, like exactly. When I, I remember uh, I was showing you uh, the showcase for that those beats, and I remember being like, uh, I got something that like knocks, it like just fucking knocks, but it's like you know I don't, it's got to put you in that headspace, and you were listening to it, and you're like. I remember you just kind of feeling it. Yeah. yeah. I was like, I can do something with this for sure. <laughs> yeah, it has a very, that 90s type of 
feel that nostal- nostalgic feel you know yeah because everything these days kind of feels like the newer new school stuff where it's like four different genres of music blended together you don't even yeah. know what it is anymore yeah that stuff you know, i mean it doesn't really hit home you know i like something that really it kind of you know what bugs me about that stuff is it like it's like lyricism takes a back seat exactly yeah and, and i'm not really with that you know? yeah because you're not killing the beat you're working with the beat you that's know, that's, right. that's how it ends up being. And you know, when we work together, I always talk about like it's got to be the marriage between the two. It's, yeah, it has to. It has to have um, like like it's one thing to copy and paste uh, yeah. a verse from something else, or be an emulator, right? And just, yeah, yeah, exactly. And then like, okay, now you just sound like this other dude or this sound yeah. like this other thing, but it just kind of pops in. I mean, yeah. in some ways, in some regard, that you'd have to think uh, the quality is is the is the, every song it has to yeah. be measured every single time you have to always test it every single time because it's like if you're like wow this worked last song it's yeah like, fuck that doesn't work this time I yeah just switch it up yeah juicy j used to do that like he'd have like the same <laughs> flow on like 30 songs that's like crunchy black yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you'd be like so damn dumb. juicy yeah no juicy j is coming far away holy shit you uh you ran into uh trinidad james yeah uh i think uh, in the timeline of, of the world, I think you ran into him maybe the, the like, day before he got dropped. From that's his right. Label. Now, yeah. you dro- now, now that's fucking hilarious. Yeah. I, I want to not, I mean, no one wishes anything bad on someone, especially in the industry. But uh, what I'm saying is like, it's hilarious that you like, you ran into him <laughs> the, day, the before. day before. Yeah. Why don't you tell me what was his demeanor like that day? He was, uh, he was really cool, man. Honestly, I didn't expect him to be that nice. I was actually with, uh, a couple other people, and they didn't even know it was him because of how chill he was. Wow, he was just hanging around. Yeah, he would know because uh, yeah, we were on the Stomp Down tour bus, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, the, none of the other guys from Stomp Down were there. They were all out doing their thing. It was just me and my other buddy who brought him back there. Uh, shout out Petey Paragon from Kelowna. Paragon. Yeah, um, yeah. So he was showing him around town after he did the show. And he brought him back to the Stomp Down tour bus right when I was walking up there to go stash my liquor before I went into the <laughs> festival. And then I see him, uh, Trinidad James and his DJ uh in the car there and then we get out we uh roll up some blunts and you just real chill um i was yeah man had some drinks and yeah didn't seem like anything was really bothering him no he wasn't no. like about to he didn't drop see it coming no two million dollar deal or whatever <laughs> yeah <laughs> fuck no I, I don't even know how much money it was on the table but I yeah mean, that's like an all like people act like that's an all-in deal like he, like they just signed a check to him for two mil it's like that's not how that works yeah it's like they they allocate like a quarter million half a million dollars per album yeah to you and then it's and you like, can pretty much they can drop you whenever they want that's right and, <laughs> so. and i'm pretty sure they signed them for like four or five albums yeah. so if you had like two million for four five or five albums, albums i don't know what it was that's ridiculous it was a long-term them. deal though yeah know, it was like two mil on off the table. one yeah, yeah right so they're like the value a deal valued at say two mil. it could be a bajillion dollars it doesn't yeah, yeah. fucking matter exactly if, yeah if you don't keep you on <laughs> yeah yeah because it could drop you but yeah they just give you a portion of that yeah per album and they say okay Okay, make the album happen plus promo and everything comes yeah. out of that and and you're like oh sweet so it's like yeah. they, it's like giving you like a two million dollar credit card it's like they're asking <laughs> you to make lightning strike five times yeah in the same spot yeah, they're like, they're do you think you could do it for two million yeah like, it's I like I you, you get all this so. money if you do all this yeah, yeah. and that's where you see artists kind of take like shortcuts and things like yeah. that because they get the two mil on the, on the value so they're like okay so they either they 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 don't handle the resources right that's why you see a lot of like sophomore jinxes so yeah a lot of these oh, second yeah. albums right? sophomore curse yeah that's right so like like a, a second album come out and the curse of that is that like they put everything into the first album 
and then yeah. they don't put anything into the second. And yeah. so, and I mean that by resources, time, money. Exactly. Because yeah. they're like, well, I, I sold this much. Shouldn't and I they, have this much? You know? And the other thing is they want the sophomore album probably in about half the time it took to, for them to make the first album. That's like, true. They just had yeah. so much time, all these experiences to make the first album. Yeah. And they sign it, get success, and then boom, they want the sophomore. Like, you know. I, li- I like to like look up the, you know, in Titanic when when they're like clearing the, the the coal room or whatever yeah the engine room and the steam room and they're yeah. like iceberg right ahead <laughs> and everyone's running for evacuation yeah. and like some people make it through the bottom door as it's like closing and yeah. some people don't yeah that's basically the sophomore jinx it's for like sure. some of you are going down with the ship yeah some of you are you gotta be very you know, blessed yeah to some get of you were that. blessed to get a two million dollar deal yeah like i don't know man trinidad james had an issue where it's like you had a single pop off like all gold everything and then it's like okay well it's that term balling by accident that he by just accident yeah, <laughs> he exactly. made that mixtape just for the fuck of it mm-hmm. and then that happened just because he he knew the right people in the industry i guess so he yeah. made the mixtape and it blew up bigger than he expected probably right? i read a really good article on dj net the other day yeah and uh it was talking about the trinidad james getting dropped yeah and uh i think the overall point of the article was should major labels really be signing dudes off the street anymore? Oh yeah, because <laughs> they, oh yeah, I think I saw that. Yeah, yeah, and and like it was kind of gearing the impression that okay, like what's gonna happen to Bobby Schmurter, <laughs> right? Like what's gonna happen to Bobby Schmurter? Because like, or, like hot or nigga with YG right now, too. Yeah, like hot nigga even. is like the fucking single right now across the fucking board. Yeah, like since the summer, it's been one of the hottest fucking songs. Yeah, and then like. His shit he's doing with YT the Triz or whatever the fuck that yeah. guy's name, whatever. Uh, that's all that shit is like. It's, it could be basically in the same fucking realm, like you know, like they they found a dude who had a hot fucking joint, and then rather than because like man, that might be like his fucking first, yeah, five songs, you yeah. know, like, like who knows what he's got going on there. Yeah, it's kind of like back in like in the 90s where they had all those pop stars that were just making those huge one hit wonders and they were just yeah. disappearing like one That's after it. another yeah it's just you know? that they're using it as like a windmill if they're churning them out yeah so I mean the long term effects of that are that I believe the the fans the listeners yeah they they know that's the formula after a while yeah and they don't become as endeared to the artist anymore exactly so, yeah so suddenly something like so like Bobby Schmurter comes out I'm like I'm into it Oh, I just fucking hit the mic here. Let's say, uh, I'm into it, but at the same time, yeah, uh, it took me hearing a feature that he was on on some other joint, that yeah. YT thing. How can I lose when I came here with nut? <laughs> oh love, yeah, yeah, I love that song. And I was listening to that in Vegas. Oh yeah, and I, and I thought it was appropriate. How can I lose when I came here <laughs> yeah. with nut? And uh, awesome. I was like, oh, this is actually pretty dope. And so like, I wasn't even listening to the singles or anything that he had. He was pumping. So yeah. Um, because of that because i knew i was like how long is this dude gonna stick around yeah you know and, and maybe in a similar respect yeah that's, i don't know that's how it is they because they get that one single then everybody expects their next single to sound like their last single they're like oh i want something else that sounds like this that's right and then like uh that other song that group ray ray shrumman or whatever uh your drums fell backwards that's their group name <laughs> ray shrumman or whatever uh, no flex zone. What the fuck? You don't know that song? I I'm woefully ignorant to what you're saying. <laughs> it's the same type of same type of. Is lane. it like that? Yeah, that you know, like just like that, fucking nod your head swag type of music where it's oh, just okay. like three words every ten seconds. Just ratchet. <laughs> yeah. Just fucking straight ratchet as fuck. Yeah, like same words every few seconds. Yeah, but yeah, they're uh, hopefully that'll come to an end soon. But it just seems like it's what's happening on purpose. You know, it seems like I don't know, like. 
it's kind of odd to comment on this kind of stuff because it's like whose fault is it really exactly like, like someone's signing the checks for that but like the artist is green it goes it. a lot deeper than just just music when you're talking about That's this for sure right <laughs> yeah it goes a lot deeper because it's like okay so let's let's assume right now okay because yeah. you just mentioned it does go deeper yeah let's assume right now that it it has a more sinister meaning to it yeah that there is maybe more of a uh controlling vibe for to sure. what is being put out there and what is being highlighted. Oh, yeah. Um, so if they're putting only negative stuff on the platform, yeah. what is the overall idea behind that? Uh, the over- overall idea is just to get people focusing on the wrong things because m- music is a form of expression. So when you're opening up people's minds and getting them to think a different way, it's going to make people question things more. But when you keep people dumbed down with these dumbed down records, they're, that's what they're all they're going to be focusing on. Exactly. You know? Especially in, uh, in predominantly impoverished areas, like yeah. in urban areas, where, yeah. where hip-hop is the primary uh, music they're listening to. Yeah. If you're listening to, uh, I don't know, fucking... Uh, no, dude, what was that what's that dude in Chicago right now? Oh, Chief Keef. Chirac. Yeah, Chirac, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah Chief Keef. So if you listen to Chief Keef and you're from Chicago, yeah. you probably are already affected by the violence that takes place there oh, yeah. every single day. It's like it's your theme music when That's you wake up in the morning. Music. There you go. Yeah, so it's so it it is a, a more of a personal hit for you, right? Yeah. But then if you like say stepped out of Chicago and you were listening to it in like I don't know Canmore, Alberta, yeah, or something like that. Virginia, Vir- or Virginia. <laughs> well, you know, VA gets fucking down. From what I understand, but uh, all right, fucking the sweet capital. <laughs> say you were in like in Oslo or yeah. or or whatever the fuck or Helsinki or something. Yeah, and you're listening to Chief Keef. Uh, that is like not as relevant for you. Yeah, but you can enjoy the artistic merit of it. How yeah. far? How deep can the artistic merit of it go before you say? Mm, I, I can only listen to that ignorant. music when I'm like very hammered or something like that. Right. I can't listen to that. So now look at that. Like so, so it only really speaks to you and myself as well. <laughs> it only speaks to us when we have like uh, some type of inebriated level, either yeah. uh, drugs or, or alcohol or For whatever sure. it takes, whatever you're on and you're enjoying that. And weekend. that just goes to show you, right? Yeah. So because of that, it goes to show you that like that. Okay, why is that being promoted then? It's like, well, yeah. I think it's probably being promoted. Now take out your fucking tinfoil hats, kids, you know? I think it's probably being promoted because uh, the threat of violence yeah. and, the th- and the raising that threat and, and connecting that somehow to manhood yeah. and, and making your ego yes, bigger exactly. uh, somehow drives people in their everyday life. Because you're, remember, we're not talking about other artists here. Yeah. Other artists can be like, that's music, yeah. that's cool, yeah. and whatever. But like, I'm talking about like the regular dude who like, fucking you yeah. know, cranks wrenches every day and, yeah. and like you know drives to work yeah or, or the the woman who like busts her ass and then like gets to listen to her song on the way home yeah or something, right so like that person if they equate what that person's saying in music as to like that's the way it is yeah then that's the way it is for them like they that, like you said it's their theme music yeah like they, when yeah. you hear your theme music what are your, is your reaction do you go back to bed you're like yeah. no you fucking step up and and maybe do something stupid. And I think the, the, the reason mechanic why ask, wants to listen to I Love Sosa when he gets off his eight hour shift. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. There you go. Exactly. Like the the way that it's, or like Stitches. Or yeah, something yeah. Like that. Oh, yeah. I Love Sosa. I know. I got a couple of friends that like Stitches. I'm just like, like I can't, I can't no, get I can't. in. Man, like I can't get I tried too. You know, I tried, but I can't. 
I actually have just heard that song oh, okay. three days ago. Oh, okay. And so I'm like extra like, what the fuck about it? So, yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah. People are, know what we're talking about. There's this artist out there named Stitches. He literally has Stitches tattooed on his face. Yeah. And most hip hop people listening right now are like, yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. This is old news. But looks like, like a raggedy andor. That's exactly what he looks like. <laughs> that's exactly what he looks like. He look like he looks like in Hocus Pocus, the guy they, uh, oh yeah, the husband this, that got yeah, yeah they like, killed. Yeah, and they, they stitched him up. Yeah. That's what it looks like. They stitched his face like that. Anyway, he's a song. And I think he for like four bars in the song, he just screams, "I love selling blow." Yeah, and it's like, "I love selling blow." Is he, yeah, he's pretty I much. I love selling blow. What I was talking about earlier, you say like four words over like fifteen seconds. There you go, over like four bars. So like, who does that really appeal to? Because say like you and I right now are like, nah, I only like it if I'm really drunk, and that's yeah. because there's a like comedic value to it almost. More yeah, than well, that, yeah. but whatever. like, I understand that, but actually going to the show because is what is a different thing like i would not pay to go see that right like you know, i'm not gonna what support I don't that live that's what i don't get like i understand <laughs> yeah you're a fan whatever you bump it here and there you listen to it on youtube but actually going to a show to support that type of movement is that's a huge step yeah yeah <laughs> seriously <laughs> well also because I, I think if you were to go to that show i think he's coming here in a couple of weeks yeah actually. If you was to come Cross here, promoting over here. Yeah, right here. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, which I'll be appearing at. <laughs> yeah, to say some no, shit. Sure. I don't know. Yeah, no. If you were to go to that show and then take just at a very impromptu evaluation of who's in the crowd. Yeah. And who's there? Who's there because. I know. That's what I almost you know, felt like going to the show for. Right. Because it'll be a very different crowd, like variety wise. I, I think, think it'll, be, it'll be like people there ironically. Yeah. I, that's I, what I was going to say. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I think the, the diversification. Might even see a grandma there. You never know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The different. I have my money right, to come to Where collect. did you get that hat? <laughs> like, yeah. It's staring at you. Uh, that's, I just find it odd though. Cause like there'll be people there that are like. I can't wait for him to do a uh, brick in your face. Yeah, exactly. Like, like then, w- just waiting around for him to right. do that one song. And then they go away and they're like two, those two songs or whatever. Yeah. Like they relate to it because it's, it's so out there or something yeah, like that. Exactly. So, I don't want to say hipsters, it's but a probably fad. yeah. Fadsters. Fadsters. That's it. <laughs> so it's like, remember that? Yeah. We saw that. This would be the equivalent of like, if you went and saw Chumbawamba live. Yeah. In the, in the early 90s <laughs> if you went and saw them perform tub thumping yeah pissing the night away or the blue man actually the blue man group's pretty dope uh <laughs> they perform in vegas now i think right yeah they got a they got That's a crazy uh, a resident a residential there for the last oh, few they, came they make fucking bank yeah dude they, that, that's no joke yeah uh, I heard Kiss is doing a, a residency, really, in uh, Vegas starting up. What are they yeah. going to be on puppet strings or what? <laughs> <Fuck>. <laughs> That's crazy. Gene Simmons still going, yeah. The cutout of Gene Simmons. Yeah. What's really crazy about about uh, uh, Kiss is that they've replaced two members. Really, in the last twenty years, they're like twenty five year old members now too. Well, like uh, uh, Peter Chris, yeah, and Ace Freely, yeah, were replaced. But Fuck. the people they replaced them with, they just put them in. Nobody really makeup. liked Peter Chris, anyways. <laughs> That's the yeah, yeah. No one likes Peter yeah, Chris. No one Lewis. likes Peter Chris. Jesus. <laughs> uh, yeah, but it's like it's weird that they can replace these people and just put them in makeup. Yeah. Like that's weird. Imagine that is we weird. just replaced you from you know, House Party. Uh, yeah. Right. Okay. So we reshoot. Like Stewie takes you out with with Mercules. And reshoots every scene, scene for scene, with yeah. someone in your exact garb. They they paint on your tattoos. Yeah. <laughs> they paint on your your, your tattoos and yeah. your face, and they like they like 
but this, it, is, this is actually B Mendez, and you're but like, but it's a redhead freckly dude, pasty white guy. <laughs> yeah, and you're just like, that's kind of weird, but it's like this is this is how we're operating Ki- now. Yeah, Kiss. Know? I remember they even did shows without their face paint. That was pretty terrifying. They they started with without, I think, and then had it, oh, and then okay. went went off it again. Oh, okay. And now they're back to it. Now that they're in the Vegas baby boomer. Yeah, like get those dollars, <laughs> you know, those Nevada dollars. <laughs> Yeah, That's I think crazy. it's kind of interesting. I would actually seriously probably think about checking it out. If yeah. I was in Vegas. Just because, like, I That's don't know. what they were legendary for is their live performances, right? Yeah. Like, that's what they're known for, so. I want to hear Detroit Rock City live, you know? Yeah. I want to, oh, that wouldn't be a bad idea. That's, that's what, fuck, this is what Vegas is for. Yeah, true. Just to go there and get some guilty pleasures. Yeah. Get some dome. <laughs> you know, fucking, I don't know. Whatever the fuck happens. Fuck, yeah. yeah. I haven't been there yet. I need to go. you never been to Vegas yet? Yeah. That's because every other day uh, yeah, life exactly. is Vegas here. <laughs> Vegas like, is my you, every Like, day. you need to go to Vegas. I know. That's why I don't think I've really gone. I was just there, like, uh, a month ago or so. Yeah. It's pretty I wild. I turn my living room into Vegas. Yeah, you turn your living <laughs> you room into the Vegas. video that I turned the hotel yeah. room into Vegas. You're like, there's a lot of Ikea in <laughs> Vegas. You're like, ah, let's try to turn it into Vegas. Uh, what what would you say is, uh, uh, what would you say is the, the overriding uh, draw that, that brought you to music? Uh, just being, having your own creative control and just being able to express yourself and find yourself through artistic mediums and just bring music and all that together because i was an artist first that's right people may not know that you you do comic books actually yeah what (laughs) what the hell so yeah i was doing comics since i was eight and i just love the idea of story writing and bringing images and words together and i and then as i got a bit older uh i got uh, you know just got the bug from music listening writing as soon as uh my family could afford a computer I started downloading instrumentals Jeez. and shit, <laughs> uh, writing, just writing notepads on the ghetto ass notepads. Didn't actually get equipment until I was about 16 or so. Started recording then with, uh, Troy. How old are you now? Shout out Donnie Chapa. Donnie Chapa. <laughs> How old are you now? How old are you now? Uh, 25. 25. Yeah. Wow. It's a good nine, nine years in. Yeah. Something but like didn't start actually recording, hitting the studio until about, when was that? Like three years ago? Yeah. Around there. That yeah. was around, uh, that was around the time we first met. Yeah. yeah. Started taking it professional, but. Yeah, music is dope. If it's for you, it's some people find out that it's not, but it just tests you, and that's what it is. Pretty much like anything in life, Test when you, you pursue anything, you get yeah. tested. And that's a good attitude, yeah. man. I like that. Then that's what I like hearing that from you, man. Because Thanks, like man. the reality is, you know, some people just like the fringe benefits of it. Exactly. Yeah, you know? and that's what I came to see from going out to shows, and that actually is what inspired me more is seeing the opening acts and I could just tell just I could absorb it from watching them perform listening to their music mm-hmm. that they're doing it for the wrong reasons Life and I was always just yeah. do, when I started doing it just I just started doing it for fun you know like when I said when I was running on notepads and shit and then I could see these guys I'm like these guys are just doing it like it's fucking a joke you know what I mean right. like, they're, like they're running through the motions yeah, or something. yeah. so like yeah I saw I could uh, take over so What's a good here look? I am yeah. making my first step <laughs> making moves that's yeah. a good look making moves well, I think we really got to address the stuff. So tell us about, like, what? How did you get into comics and and doing that? Like, like who, how did I get into comics? Like, who's like who's a comic artist that you're like, holy fuck, I love this guy. Oh, uh, I would say Todd McFarlane from Spawn. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, yeah. No, I liked I liked the Marvel stuff, but always it was a bit too colorful and spandexy for me. You know, I okay. liked it, but uh, <laughs> what does that, that mean? That got spandex-y. me. That got me into it. It just seemed like two like fairy tale type of things like Marvel. 
Oh, okay. Like, well, I like wait, DC. Wait, are bit. you telling me a guy can't go to hell? <laughs> And then no, come I like Spider Man though. <laughs> Spider Man was dope because I liked him because he was original. You yeah. Because all the other superheroes just had like all the powers and just like they can do anything. It just wasn't really interesting. Sweet. But Spider Man had his weaknesses. And are stuff you, are like you that. into like particular like colorist or something like that? No, I just like darker comics is darker what I like. Comics. Yeah, for sure. I like Todd McFarlane too growing up. Yeah. The Violator. Whole oh, yeah. Saga, all that. I love that stuff. Yeah, that shit was dope. And then as I got older, I discovered uh, Alan Moore. Oh. And that's when that's when that that inspired me to really start taking comic book writing seriously, and that's when I got my. Uh, Once you uh, enlighten our audiences <laughs> as to who that is, Alan Moore, he's the writer of many movies you guys have probably seen: uh, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, Watchmen, V for Vendetta, From Hell with Johnny Depp, the mm-hmm. Jack the Ripper story. Yeah, he wrote all those as comics. Fantastic, dark, just graphic novels. Which v is what, for Vendetta is like, yeah, just phenomenal. The book is comp- like f- so different from the movie. The book is way better. It's insane. Way better. Oh yeah. So you're, are you, you, into you like, have you read the book? I have it. No, I'll let you borrow it. <laughs> Will you? Yeah, I <laughs> yeah. appreciate that. Yeah, are you good. In, so you're into like graphic novels and stuff? Yeah, very much so. Yeah, that's cool. So what about like uh, say a name like Frank Miller? Yeah, Frank Miller is really good. Really good. That is so that type of the Return of the Dark Knight. Yeah. Well, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, a friend of mine. Have, have I introduced you to uh, Curtis Monty Metal? No, uh, he's a producer here in the city. Good friend of mine. Oh yeah, and uh, Curtis and I have known each other a long time, and uh, he's like huge into DC. Like, nice, uh, into, yeah, like, DC's dope. Man, like right into it, and like has like probably the largest <laughs> personal collection of of graphic novels nice. surrounding the Joker, at least that I've ever. Oh seen. yeah, like yeah, really. Yeah, great. Alan Moore did uh, the Joker. That yeah. one, you know about that one? Uh, he did a short. Uh, Joker story. It was called. Uh, I can't remember. I have it. Though. Is this the new one? Where it's the one where he has like the he has the, like the, the zipper face. No, no, no. One? That's a that's like the new one. No, yeah, he wrote one. Shout like, out to Amit right now, <laughs> listening to this, going like, "What the fuck? How did you not know that?" <laughs> yeah. Oh, the Killing Joke. Alan Moore wrote oh, okay. with the Joker. Yeah, that's yeah, a yeah. really good one. That's pretty dope. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so when I first read one of Alan Moore's books, the first Watchmen was the first one I read. I read. Uh, that got me. I was like, "Holy shit, this guy just does not hold back because his shit is so dark." I'm like, "People, out there's uh, no actually an audience for this, so I can actually write shit this fucked up." So then yeah. uh, I started uh, writing a, a story about the gang violence in BC back in 2007 and eight. When that this was, was huge. Like the, this is a lot of gang violence. Like, yeah. So like uh, that was like the series six. Yeah, I just got out stuff. of high school and like was. You know, rampant, rampant. Yeah, and yeah. I was there's shit going on. Uh, the building I just moved into, there was a shooting on either side, and I was like, this shit. When it, when I saw that, when it was right outside my porch, I was like, this shit is really serious. So I saw a little young, a lot of young kids were just throwing their lives away in gangs. I was like, I want to write something because I experienced a lot of this shit firsthand. Almost mm-hmm. died, all that tough, you know, like been robbed and all that stuff. So I really wanted to send a positive message and just do something. And I started writing and taking articles and putting in my own life experiences, kind of putting in everything all together and just learning the process, what it takes to like make a project and make it all come together. You know, so I learned that from doing comics and from when I actually, scratch. Yeah. yeah. And so when I actually got that graphic novel, uh, it's called gang related, a British Columbia nightmare. I got it published in I think 2008 or nine. Wow. Yeah. And I got selling at a few stores here. That's One of the places unique. being the BCMP lounge, the Mark Emery store there. Oh, right. Okay. It was selling there. A few others has comics and stuff like that. So that, yeah, that just really showed me that I have the ability to just create something out of you know <clears throat> what's ideas. his name at uh, Taz Comics there Keith Keith <laughs> nice guy I yeah. like Keith at Taz no, he's Comics. awesome yeah. yeah 
Yeah, he's came up too. Every store he's had was got bigger and bigger. Now he's got that huge, that huge shop there right next to Kootenay Loop, the one where I saw you at. Oh, really? He used to have a store that's as big as this room. When he first started out, when I first moved into Burnaby really? in like 1993 or something like that. Yeah. Jesus. And then he's, each store got bigger and bigger, and now it's like he's got that huge Look at one. that. I yeah. think it's because he has good attitude. He yeah, sponsors, for sure. uh, yeah. you know, upcoming talents. Oh, yeah. That's crazy, though, dude. For Slashes to have in your title... Yeah. Comic book yeah. is like pretty, that's pretty unique. Most people have like, you know, producers. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty unique though. Yeah, I know people are still asking me for new issues, but I've just been taking music full time. So I haven't really had time to get back to it, but it's out there. I, have, I have it drafted out. Yeah. It's all. Yeah. Just got to get to inking. That's pretty <laughs> wild, dude. That's pretty yeah. wild. Now, I've, I have almost zero visual ability yeah i have i've uh um, <laughs> yeah like i don't know if it's because i'm like almost actually blind. it just takes time man no one starts out as a good fucking artist that's what just everyone says like it. oh i can't draw everyone says that to me i'm like anyone can fucking draw you just gotta draw a shitload of shitty pictures before you get good <laughs> what how did you <laughs> just uh, like how i said you yeah know. like what, what how did you practice then you just like oh i'm gonna draw I, this chair. i remember this still when i was from when i was five years old uh my parents uh we live in some like little small apartment and as a coffee table, we had a chalkboard <laughs> and four <laughs> legs. So that was like right up my, like well, my yeah. height when I was a kid. So I just draw on that chalkboard all day as a coffee board. Wow. And the, I mean, the chalkboard was a coffee table. Yeah. yeah. I just draw on that thing all day. What? Yeah. That's pretty fascinating. That, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it was born out of that though. It's yeah. like, so it's your exact height. Yeah, so exactly. Like, this yeah. is for you. I just like lean on it and draw. Yeah. That's pretty smart, actually. Yeah, it's good. Uh, are you okay if we switch gears here for a sec? Yeah, for sure, man. I think uh, maybe we'll jump into some stories. All right. <laughs> Sounds good. So we have this music video dropping, this uh, single coming up. Yeah. Uh, it's called House Party. Yeah. Uh, it's B. Mendez featuring Mercules from uh, Stealth Bomb Records. Yeah. Mercules SDK. killing shit right now. What up? And, Produced uh, by... Uh, MD, well, me, the one and only, right there. Yeah, <laughs> and directed by Stewie Kubrick. That's a hard hitting lineup, right there. Yeah, very good. It's the right time, apparently. It's the recipe on the watch. There. <laughs> uh, this this video came together uh, over the over the course of uh, uh, you know a few shoots. Yeah. But um, the way Stewie does stuff, you know, he's very kinetic. The yeah. Way he, he puts together More projects. Footage, right? the better. What yeah. was it like working with Stewie overall? Um, it was awesome, man. A lot better than, I didn't really know what to expect really. Cause it was my first like big video I was doing. Right. 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 So yeah, we, uh, we went up to Kelowna. We, uh, got a hotel. There's a bunch of other stuff going on. There's a few other of the SD, SDK crew up there. Um, yeah, we got a hotel. It was pouring rain the first day. In Kelowna? Yeah. It fucking was just, like the one day? Yeah. <laughs> the, the first day, yeah. Uh, we were actually supposed to go on a boat cruise little show that Merck was going to perform on. Oh, wow. Yeah, we were going to do some filming on that, but the show got canceled because of the rain. Oh, man. And this was like, what was that, August? Um, like near the... I'm trying to remember. <laughs> I think it was... Yeah, I do. Yeah, near yeah. the end of... Yeah. Oh, it was a Center of Gravity <laughs> Festival, so that's like... There you like, go, yeah. COG. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so the first day and a half it was just pouring rain pretty much and we were kind of like what the fuck's going to happen with this video we were only up there for three days right for this purpose yeah Yeah. Yeah. so yeah um merc had the battle of the kotd the next night that was pretty dope to watch oh yeah to see that yeah yeah and then uh finally the next day it cleared up 
we got to shooting we hit the center of gravity festival it was good man how, good vibes how good wild people. Was that? Yeah. it was awesome man all i had to do just walking up to people telling me we were shooting a video <laughs> yeah yeah I like yeah had the media pass yeah the there you performance go. pass I actually was lucky enough to get up, go up there and perform with merc he brought me up to perform the track we we're shooting the video that's for right yeah Which over wild, on the man. yeah Yo, yeah how, how it was that? it was sick yeah it was a big crowd right good, yeah good people yeah, yeah same stage that uh hobson performed on before last year and that's dope trinidad james perform there this year on the dirt stage right like next that. to the dirt dirt bike shit it's pretty dope <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty dope man yeah um obviously this this type of uh this type of genre yeah this, this uh this type of music obviously brings with it a lot of like uh gray area yeah uh performance enhancing yeah vibes so why, yeah. why don't you just tell us uh maybe uh what what was the what was like maybe the best story from the shoot? Do you have like a, a good story that came oh, out? Oh, there's that? honestly two. Because those guys <laughs> are like, I can't like that's a wild crew to be shooting a video with. Yeah, with. yeah. So like, what, what's up? Like, tell me, tell us something. What's um, up? there. Okay, there was. Uh, we actually got let. They let us shoot inside of a strip club, in, in uh, Cheetahs, I think it is okay. in Kelowna. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so then uh do they have like a sandwich buffet or was it like uh uh i don't like, know it was a classy joint i'm pretty sure the urinals were cheetah print i can't remember i was pretty <laughs> drunk but all right I, all right so. i got uh yeah i got the uh we got some uh girls at the table and then the night was kind of slow and one of the strippers there she was this australian girl and uh yes the crew we were just there filming and she w- kind of came back to the hotel <laughs> <laughs> oh that's pretty good yeah and we did some more shooting there and we were just getting drunk shooting fucking stewie's backing up looking at this girl pretty much taking her clothes off while he's filming and knocks over one of the lights oh no filming. oh no <laughs> and we all just like kind of interrupted the shot as this girl's pretty much peeling her clothes off we all just burst out laughing kind like of like a kicker on the floor something <laughs> it was like, that? like yeah. uh yeah it was on this little uh dresser behind him there's like uh he had like uh, one of those that's uh, like cinematic that yeah like, you'd be so focused yeah, on the nudity. exactly yeah it was pretty funny <laughs> that's pretty funny is right yeah that's i had good. a good old laugh attack with a foot long joint in my hand just couldn't stop laughing that's one thing in the video they have yeah you have like a baseball bat joint, joint yeah which is fucking crazy foot yeah. long yeah yeah dude honestly man for for all the visuals that could be compiled to make up this this type of song it's like got a lot of bounce to it a lot of energy yeah and like even like we were talking earlier in the podcast uh, when I was showcasing this beat and I was like, yeah, yeah I got some of it like knocks, but like when, in my mind, I'm like, it has to like have visuals that match that. And I think yeah. Stewie and you and Mark, you guys did. Really yeah. Good job honestly, the three of us like came together and made that video what it is. Like I was very blessed to be working with them too. Yeah. Like honestly, it w- wouldn't have it any other way. It was dope. It was a really good experience. It's a good team. <laughs> yeah, man. It's a good team. It was sick. It was a really good experience every night. We filmed, yeah, for about two days of partying pretty much. And that's all you see there is just two days of partying. <laughs> and then we actually came back with a third day. We wrapped up the shoot in Burnaby at my buddy uh, Reese's house party there. Oh, right. That's yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. In the Heights. Shout out to the Heights. Good, <laughs> yeah. yeah, dude. Honestly, like uh, a lot of a lot of solid names involved in this. A, yeah. lot of, a lot of excitement around it. Yeah. We're looking to do numbers. That's oh, what yeah, that's for what sure, man. Involved in. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, it's going to be good, man. Dude, your stories are pretty, uh, <laughs> pretty yeah. paying on. Uh, and obviously, you know, there is like a, a level of the entertainment biz here that yeah. we can't like even really get into just because, yeah. uh, you know, we want people to, to life. 
Yeah, <laughs> exactly. We want to got a, you know, less history, more mystery. Yeah, I guess so. I know that's why actually there's actually a very good director's cut of the oh, uh, really? of the video <laughs> that I have. But you, yeah. have a, you have a personal Yeah. What you, you're not going to be a victim of the fapping, are I, you? Yeah. <laughs> I had to even had to tell Stu to cut out some scenes. Oh yeah. Yeah, he's like, "Really?" I'm like, "Yeah, we got to taste it up a bit, I guess." Taste <laughs> it up. <laughs> that's pretty funny, man. Yeah. Well, that that should give everyone uh all types of drive and incentive to go yeah. check out the video. The song's called House Party. House Party. It's yeah. produced by M and uh <laughs> it's uh B Mendez featuring Mercules. You guys yeah, got to yeah. check it out. Honestly, uh, uh, Bruno's vocals are are really really unique in that he uh, he really takes the time to put his bars together properly. Um, this particular sure. song, I mean, he, he's uh, he's an artist that I feel like he responds well to direction and uh, you. and you know he he comes to the table with many 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 ideas of his own and, and it's yeah. just like it's about elasticing them into the the flow. Yeah, and so like I I there's really more like on it. the way. <laughs> yeah, I liked working with him. You know, things are good. I, I and there's way more on the way. Oh yeah. Um, what what do you got coming up uh, right now? So you got the heights. The you guys dropped that mixtape. Yeah, you and Donny Chopper dropped that mixtape with my brother Donny Chopper. And what was that? That was earlier this year, April twentieth. Right. Yeah, we released it on four twenty. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. And yeah, last time we I saw you guys together was at I think it was a Mad Child show. Yeah, we opened so, up yeah. for Swollen Members. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that was dope. That yeah. was a really good show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was dope. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, we just. Uh, got that mixtape out we did fucking like 15 shows after that like we got just shows everywhere yeah. yeah yeah um and yeah that was only within six months or so right so yeah. supporting that that project with yep. those shows and so yeah now i'm starting to move forward working on the ep got a beat from stewie kubrick working on that got a beat from you as well that's a vault I, we were talking <laughs> about that a little bit I, i'm i was a i was really impressed when you told me that stewie was tagged to uh to direct the project yeah uh, to direct sure. house party i was i was uh i was intrigued immediately because it's fascinating because like stewie i don't know if this is an official policy but it almost seems like he only produces he only directs songs he oh, produces yeah. or something like yeah, that so beats, yeah beats, beats and videos yeah and boats I, and hose yeah and i understand he's, <laughs> he's done like a he's done joints for like factor yeah factor and, yeah uh, he likes to be the producer on the video yeah. he's filming yeah so i don't know puts me in a rare fight air. yeah i man. like that <laughs> he got you nice. got an in an in <laughs> <laughs> yeah buddy yeah um uh, he man he's done great work his his directing stuff like yeah uh, his catalog like, yeah his work with angerville all his videos a snack obviously and, and, yeah. and merc obviously just crazy crazy stuff yeah when i told somebody that he only used one camera for the whole video just he just they were like what are you serious that's just his <laughs> yeah, yo, like he's good, kinetic man. right yeah i like that stuff um if people want to check you out my friend and they want to go yeah, on to Instagram, maybe for sure, yeah. check out your exploits. Your, check me your out on Instagram, cut. B Mendez six oh four, or on uh, Twitter too. Same same handle, B Mendez six oh four. Uniform, See yeah, that? that's and, smart. Yeah, and I got my uh, Facebook page, which is just B Space Mendez. I always give guests shit if they don't have uniformed yeah, names. I know, right? Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, what are you doing? Who are you promoting to yourself? Yeah. Let's let's figure this out. Yeah. This is a. This is all just a shot. Yeah, at, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you got to make sure you got a unique name. That's why. Yeah, yeah, you got to test it out. That's right, man. Um, so we're gonna we're gonna shoot off to uh, let uh, let the night kind of breathe. See what all happens right. coming up here. Uh, you got a show coming up, right? What's coming yeah? Up? Got a show at the Waldorf December thirteenth, which is tomorrow night with Lucid Afterlife. With Lucid Afterlife. Shout out Lucid Afterlife. I they're recorded. They're their, crazy, uh, man. They're so good. Yeah, dude. I recorded their uh, their. Um, the last show they did at the uh 
at the rickshaw theater oh yeah yeah i engineered like five bands that night oh nice yeah it was fucking that was pretty oh yeah wild. i saw that picture you put up with the that's huge right. mixing board yeah, yeah that dude. was sick yeah that's cool man the lucid afterlife has one of the sickest live shows I've yeah seen. no yeah i did a show with Period. them i opened up for onyx oh that's oh, right yeah. yeah club six uh a couple weeks ago i uh frigero star retweeted some shit i sent out the other day I, oh yeah uh, i put a uh i was joking with quasi thomas we were working on some songs yeah. together and uh a crazy and I were joking. I, I forgot how this came about, but I said to him, I was like, uh, yo, you know what? When I was growing up, I always wanted the stare down abilities of, of Fredro Starr and the <laughs> acting chops of Sticky Fingers. And, and then I was like, or vice versa. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah, that's yeah, funny. That so yeah, dude. Hundred mad. Yeah, man. Yeah. yeah, it was a good show. But yeah, Waldorf uh, tomorrow night. Tomorrow night, be here the stage probably around ten or so, and then it's gonna be just turn into a club after play some music. Yeah, it's gonna be dope. That's dope, man. I, yeah, uh, man. I'm going to. Uh, I gotta go to the uh, Over the Moon Games. Yeah. Uh, wrap up thing. Everyone's like, we know because they've been sponsoring this podcast for the last like 10, 12 weeks or something. Yeah. I'm going to go to that rapper party, then little D's birthday party, Alliance Styles. Maybe we'll cross paths. Nice. In the yeah, air. man. Like two ships <laughs> passing in the night. We'll see Give me a show, yeah. Uh, other than that, everyone, if you guys are listening for the first time or maybe this is your second, third, whatever time listening, you want to check out past episodes of the show, you can go to intergalacticinterviews.com. Uh, you can also email me, me <laughs> directly at you J-A-Y-M-E. MD. You can uh, email me directly at jayme at amprecordsco.com. And uh, yeah, send us in your, your love, your hate, your mm-hmm. ideas for the X rated cut of uh, House Party. Oh, Tell us shit. what you think would work. More tits, more <laughs> ass. Yeah, there's. And uh, we'll go off from that. there. But uh, sir, as you can probably hear the music as it rises right now in yeah. the background, that soft, sweet melody, why don't, you, uh, why don't you say goodbye to these lovely people? All right, peace out, everybody. Thank you for listening. That name again is B Mendez 604. Shout out to Nax. And that's all. That's a wrap. What up, what up? We'll see you guys next week. Love ya. Cheers. House party, bitches. Woo!